We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. So glad to have you on this Monday. So much happened over the weekend before we even got to the NFL Perloff. We had crazy baseball playoffs. We had crazy college football, including Tennessee upsetting Alabama, which was just wild. And then, of course, we get to the NFL Sunday slate of games. And your Philadelphia Eagles take out the Dallas Cowboys in a game that got very close but this is the end of the road here for Cooper yep. Rush. Dak Prescott is going to start next week against the Lions. And you know what? I'm scared of the Cowboys still if I'm the an NFC East opponent. I know they just obviously, the Eagles just beat them. I get that. But think about the upgrade that Dak Prescott is walking into. Yeah, no, they could. They probably will be a playoff team. I mean, they're 4-2 and two now. Yep. They have the Lions coming up and the Bears coming up who are both a mess right now. But... Are you scared of them if you see them in the playoffs? Aren't you going to want to face Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy if you're in the NFC playoffs? Because <laughs> Why? Because of what happened last year? Because of what happened last year, what happened the year before that, what happened every time the Cowboys have been in the playoffs <laughs> since 1996. The playoffs that. But they've, all, they've consistently been a disappointment in the playoffs. And I don't, they still seem to have that Cowboys thing going on. I know they have defense first and run game, but I don't know why. They don't scare me on the next level. Well, think about it. If Maher hits the field goal, then maybe they're trying the onside's kick after that, and maybe things get a little bit more interesting. I know onside's kicks are really, really hard to recover, but maybe that gets even tighter than it was last night, and maybe it puts an even bigger scare into the Eagles. Listen, I I think you have to credit the Dallas coaching staff. They were down in that first half. They got run off the field and then came back with a great game plan in the second half and closed the gap on, on the Eagles like right away. I was impressed. Well, I mean, everybody, every team in the NFL with a two-touchdown lead stops playing. But then <laughs> yeah, the Eagles sure. lost Lane Johnson to a concussion. They're all, all pro offensive linemen. Yep. And all of a sudden, the game completely changed. The Eagles' offense couldn't protect Jalen Hurts anymore. Yes. So I thought I was actually thinking, as an Eagles fan, man, I'm glad that the Cowboys weren't running it on us all night long because it looked like the, the Cowboys could run all over the Eagles. In the second half, the run game came to life. But here's the thing. I, I am an Eagles fan. And I think they're a very good team, but I don't think they're a solid front runner in the NFC. Like, I don't see this team and say, What's like, your concern? Because I don't yeah. see a hole with this Eagles team. Well, it's just going to be, the NFC is going to be so tightly packed by the end of the season. The okay. Eagles will probably have the best record. I feel like it's going to be a path like this. They're going to have to face Tom Brady in the first round. Okay. Uh, then they're going to have to beat Matthew Stafford in the next round. And I just feel like there's going to be a lot of really good teams, and we have not seen them 
really beat any good teams yet this okay, year, except right. for maybe Dallas. You're right. And that was the same criticism of the Eagles last year. And they went down to Tampa Bay oh, and they got smoked. So it's exactly the story of last year. They got this good record because they beat these terrible teams. Okay, but when are we going to look at the Bucks and say this isn't the same team? I know. It's hard for, me to, it's hard for me to let go, Maggie. You got to help me. I know. I get it. It's, it's I, hard because we have been conditioned over 22 years yeah. to watch Brady win games and break everybody's heart. But this feels a little bit different. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of the year. I picked the Bucks still to go to the Super Bowl and play the Chiefs there, so I don't know. But not there, bad. There is something though about are these problems fixable? Like Gronk's not coming back. You know, I, you want to try to get a wide receiver now? Like line up and join the club. You know, the the Cardinals got Robbie Anderson this morning because he basically got kicked out of the game yesterday because he was fighting with his wide receivers coach. It's not easy out there to get help right now. So what's really going to change? Yeah, I didn't even know that Marquise Brown, who's on my fantasy team, got hurt yesterday. So the Cardinals are a mess. And I guess Hopkins can come back this week, but he might not play anyway because it's a short week. That's a team in complete disarray. So if you are looking at... That makes no sense. Why would he come back? I don't know. It was they, a, it was a it's steroid. T- it was a PED suspension, so he should be totally fine. No, they said it's a short week. Can we get him ready and into the game plan? I that's what that's what they said. They were probably just saying that. <laughs> Wait, is he not allowed to have a playbook when you have a PED? For, he's already no on. The, he's been on the team, but it only get <laughs> really one play. practice with the team. Okay. Yeah. No, I've. I mean, he's going to play now because Hollywood Brown's out. I guess he broke his foot. I. I watch that game. I have no idea what was going on there. I don't know if anyone can save the Cardinals right now. They're a total mess. Yeah. Looks like Cliff Kingsbury's in real trouble here. But uh the Eagles, let me <laughs> let's look at the Eagles schedule. They're six and oh. Yeah. And you ask when are they gonna when am I gonna believe them? When are they gonna play a real team? Upcoming Pittsburgh, as far as I know, no TJ Watt. At Houston, probably the worst team in the league. Washington, no Carson Wentz. Yeah, Not that was that the news today, by the way. Yeah. Carson Wentz, finger surgery. He's going to be out four to six weeks. So we could easily see 9-0. and That's a Monday night classic, by the way. <laughs> so we could easily see 9-0. and I'm, I'm not afraid of jinxing him like you are. Then you go at Indianapolis, eh, Green Bay, Tennessee, Giants, Bears, Cowboys again. At Cowboys, that's a tough one. Yep. The beat up the Saints who are completely decimated and the Giants. You're thinking what I'm thinking? Run on the table? I think it's Look in play. You. I think it's in play. Wow. Do you I, want it to be in play? Uh, yeah, I think it'd be amazingly cool. You're one of those people that wants this. You want the 17 and 0. And not only am I, I will even take it the next step. They could go 17 and 0, and I will not know how to feel about them headed into the playoffs. <laughs> You'll still bet against them in the playoffs. Because uh, there's just like, there's not a lot of great teams on this schedule. Like, coming in the season, the Giants and the Eagles had by far the easiest strength of schedule. It wasn't even close. And it's playing out that way. Wait, so. Okay, I'm surprised, first of all, you would bring up 17-0 at yeah, all. why not? Well, the other part is, are you going to give absolutely no credit to the Giants at 5-1? and one? You still have to play yeah. them twice, and you have to play Dallas, who made it a, a game for you last night. If I'm the Eagles, I understand why you're feeling confident, no doubt. I mean, the Eagles are a good team, definitely. But 17-0 good? I don't know about that. No, I know. They, they certainly are not, but the schedule could part like the Red Sea. Am I scared so, of the Giants? No. Am I scared of a team that in crunch time when you really need it and you got to rely on your quarterback, you put your quarterback on the bench and play a running back and quarterback? <laughs> I mean, is it working? It is working, yeah. but it, that's what we call a house of cards when you were going to the wild card that consistently. The wild cat? The, the house, wild card. house of cats? Yeah, I got the card. House <laughs> of cards. Uh, I just think that I don't know. It's it, a house of cats. <laughs> I mean, the Those Cowboys Giants. beat the Giants with Cooper Rush. The Giants are doing nothing offensively. 
It does right. feel like that is not the hardest because there are a couple of at Indianapolis is going to be hard. The Eagles always drop a Wait, game like that. Wait, but let's pause on the Giants for a second because yeah. this is the out of nowhere team that nobody saw coming, right? I mean, I thought that the Giants were basically looking at this as a rebuilding year, try to get a high draft pick, try to start yeah. over with a quarterback that Josh Dable, or excuse me, Brian Dable can try to mold like a Josh Allen or something like that. Turns out that this Giants team is something. Stu, can we listen to Kayvon Thibodeau, please? This is their, obviously, one of their first-round draft picks from this year. After this game, crying on the field. After this, he said, what, real men cry? Which is a good message. I actually like that message. We did it? What did we do? You won five games? We did it? They were underdogs, and they beat the Ravens. We did it. That's what you say when you've just won the Super Bowl. That's what you say when... You didn't say we shocked the world. That's what you say. We did it in week six? I like it. Listen, nothing positive has happened for the Giants in like five years. More. I mean, it's been so long for them. Was that schedule. too much for Kayvon Thibodeau? We yes. did it? Yeah, no, no, no. Act like you've been there at least, even though you haven't. He's a rookie. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was definitely. Is this a weird... like when the Timberwolves celebrated when they won the play in, like they had just won the NBA finals? <laughs> no, so, but at least they're celebrating something. That's like a that's true. That's a win of some sort. So they're five and one. They have at Jacksonville, who's completely falling apart. Yeah, Jacksonville, that's tough. At Seattle, that's gonna probably be a pick 'em. That's an interesting game. Houston, Detroit, then Washington, Washington. <laughs> I mean Honestly, it doesn't even matter if this is a house of cats because their schedule is so light. I mean, why not? Why couldn't they keep winning with they the could. defense? There's the yeah. stars are on the defense here. Saquon Barkley is obviously having a great season, but the stars are on the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it'll be great. And they'll go eleven and six, and or no, twelve and five, and then they'll see Tom Brady like our Eagles did last year. The <laughs> score will be it'll be thirty-one three and half, and you say, "What happened? What happened here? I thought we were good." That's why I'm not buying the NFC because even if you, if you, even if I'm having trouble today. Answering your question, which is who is the third best team in the AFC, which I'm having trouble. Legit, you caught me on that one because I was like, hmm, who is the third best team? I really can't say the Ravens today, can I? After they just lost. Maybe it's the Chargers if they're dominant tonight. But it's like, at least I believe that these AFC, I would believe an AFC playoff game would be close. No matter who it is. Well, right. I mean, it's funny because look at last year. The AFC, presumably, you would have thought would be better last year because they had the Chiefs and the Bills. But neither of those teams made the Super Bowl. So the Bengals went. They would they were underdogs against the Rams. They would have been underdogs against the Bucks. Yep. They definitely would have been underdogs against the Niners. And they would have been underdogs against the Packers. So the NFC, yes, you do not know. It's very early. There's still some sleeping giants. Will any of those giants wake up? I mean, the Nin- what do you do with a team like the Niners? They, they're putting out pause. a completely different lineup. So do you pause them and say they're going to be a different team in December? you got to pause the 49ers. Like, I don't know. All... All takes on the 49ers have been postponed until further notice. I mean, <laughs> half the team is on IR. Or not right, IR, but right. injured. Right. So, I, I don't know. I just don't like this idea that the AFC is so dominant. Because Honestly, after I, there's nobody. The Chargers the third best team? Let's see what they do tonight. I mean, this is going to be an interesting game. I mean, Denver- if, they, if they destroy the Broncos, that won't prove anything. Denver's terrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Did Denver's they win terrible. a game 11 to 10? That alone is worse than yeah, a loss. Yeah, they lost a game 12 to 9. Yeah. I don't know. And then you have these these teams like beating beating the Bears. That means nothing to me. Beating the Lions, that means nothing to me. I I know. I I feel like I sound like a jerk. I'm sure people hate this because you are what your record says you are, but are you really what your record says you are? <laughs> 
I don't know. You're going to have to take it up with who said that famously? Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells, of course. No. Uh, so what did you take? By the way, what are you? What's your take on the five and one Giants? Where do they go from here? I think the five and one Giants are going to continue to fool people because I think that their offensive line is good and their defensive line is good. So what was always the old adage? Maybe Parcells said this one: lines travel. You should be able to be competitive. Like, good offensive line, good defensive line means you can be good on the road, you can be good at home, it doesn't matter. Like, that will always give you a chance. And the offensive line for the Giants has been so bad for so many years, and now they're finally getting good. And so that, will that that a run game and a good defense, will always keep you in it. And it looks like Brian Dayball, actually, compared to some of these other first-year coaches or just coaches in the league, seems like he has a clue. Yeah, he's great. But, I mean, Saquon Barkley, instead of scoring yesterday to fall inbounds, like there's so many teams that screw that up, and Barkley and the Giants ran that to perfection. Yeah, so the score is 24-20. Nowhere in any book does it say let the other team score. What was that all about? The Ravens, you're going to have to explain to me what's going on with the Ravens because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, John Harbaugh is a bit of a mystery. Um, is it a defense travels or is it a lines travel? They both sound about the same. I think Parcell said both. And yeah. He definitely said House of Cats. Yeah, that we can attribute. Yeah, yeah. the um, great Bill Parcells, by the way. So okay, so they keep winning a bunch of games, and like, wh- does that mean Daniel Jones is back and Saquon Barkley gets a big contract? No, I don't think that this regime has any loyalty to Daniel Jones. I'll still be shocked beyond belief because even if Jones is playing good, playing well, what do you need in the league? You need excellent quarterback play. That's what everyone should be it should be uh, ascribing to. They should that that should be. You know, the first and foremost, what your job is as a general manager is to find an excellent quarterback, not just sure. a good one. And so for that, I, I don't think that Daniel Jones and, is going to be the quarterback. And Saquon? Depends what Saquon wants to do. If he's if he just wants the big money, I don't know if the Giants are going to hand him the big money. Because why you can't. He's got I, too much of an injury history and because of the position. Yeah, I mean, listen, as an Eagles fan, I love it all. <laughs> Enjoy limbo, Giants fans. You're headed no, straight they're forward. Headed, they're, their compass is facing north. How is that north? Coming back with Saquon Barkley at $40 million under contract and no. Daniel Jones for $100 no, That's what I'm saying. I don't think those guys are going to be mm. back. Come on. Oh, show bet. Yes, you want to shake bet. on that one? Yeah, I'll shake many, that Daniel many, Jones is not back. Saquon, how many wins? How many wins? This year? Yeah, if they get to 11 wins, I will bet you, which is very possible, they're 5-1. and one. Yeah. No, I will bet, then I will take Daniel Jones is coming back. Too many caveats. Let's just make it simple. Is Daniel Jones well, back Well, if next they year? lose every game from now on, no. I, I think if they make the playoffs, Daniel Jones is coming back. That's, I do not. That's, that's really what the issue yeah. is. Shake. If they make the playoffs, we're shaking. We're virtual shaking. <laughs> you don't want to shake my hand? I, I just <laughs> think of the COVID age of COVID. I just think that's an irresponsible thing to do We sit next to each camera. other and talk in each other's faces for three hours every day. I don't know where that hand has been. You have a three-year-old son. <laughs> where my hand has been. I just saw Maggie dance, so I don't want to know where that hand has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I think the, the, the Tennessee dance is in my mind right now. How about we fist bump? <laughs> okay. Wait, okay. So here's sure. the show bet. The CDC would here's be proud the of Here's the show us. bet. If the Giants make the playoffs, I say Daniel Jones will be back. Maggie says... He's not back under any terms. Now, I'll, live, I'll give you an out. If they go 15-2... and two, then he's coming back. But they're not going 15-2. I don't think they're going 15 well, I mean, their next four games are Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, Detroit. They could be 9-1 by the end of that. 
no, no, it could set up. It could set up very well. I'm just telling. This is how I feel. I don't think that Daniel Jones is going to be the answer for them at quarterback, and they know it. You you can't just be good. The Giants have been with Daniel Jones for years, and even if this is a new regime, ask yourself: Is between Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones, and I would even throw Carson Wentz in there when fully healthy? Is Daniel Jones isn't he the fourth best quarterback in the division there? I I put him ahead of Wentz right now, but yeah, I get I get your point now. The thing is, Brian Dayball likes a tall running quarterback. We all assume because he liked Josh Allen. Yeah, no, Daniel Jones has that ability. Yeah, I just think it's hard to get rid of a successful quarterback if they keep winning. It's a big if. I mean, these have been close games. They, they, <laughs> they, were, getting, they were getting killed by the Ravens. By the way, all rights, they should have lost on Sunday. There's no reason they should have won that game. If the Ravens had just run the ball out, I don't know what happened to them. Yet another Ravens collapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three so, different games so far in this young season where they've had a double-digit lead and lost the game. I saw the stat that they are the only team in NFL history to have double-digit leads in all six of their first six games and not be above 500. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Okay, and it is a defense, but how many turnovers does Lamar have in the fourth quarter these days? It's, <laughs> uh, he's just got to slow it down in the fourth quarter and just not take any risk. Well, but the problem is they can't sit on leads. Yeah. So, like, you have to try to balance that with still trying to stay aggressive because we saw how that has worked out for the I Ravens. think he has four picks in the in crunch time or something this year. I mean, I, I wouldn't he's be He's got surprised. six picks on the season. That is very uncharacteristic for him. He's, something's going wrong there. He's, I, I don't know. I would just slow it down, simplify it. Throw to Mark Andrews 16 times a game. <laughs> They're already and doing that. They're already doing that. Um, okay, so the video is out. I mean, what do we think? Did I in any way match this guy from Tennessee doing this sort of Southern Irish dance thing? We need a name for it. I don't know what the name is for mm. the dance he's doing. We'll find out. Anyway. I think you look great. I do not think you're doing the same dance. That, <laughs> that man is dancing. I think your dance is fine for what it is. It, it is not the same dance he is doing. You the know, Rocky Top Rumba? Is that that? I'm just you making made that, that up. up? Mm-hmm. Um, this is like when you play those games, the video games like Dance Dance Revolution or one of those Wii Dance or whatever, and you put it on expert level and you are nowhere close to expert level. That's what it looks like me dancing with this Good, guy. good, bad, 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 <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you fail. Exactly. A lot of you fails, but for your entertainment, you can go to at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter, Maggie and Pearl off on Instagram, Maggie and Pearl off on TikTok if you want to see me making a fool out of myself. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, the quarterback controversy we never saw coming. We'll get to that in a moment. More Maggie and Pearl off straight ahead. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights. The International Series, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We are six weeks in the NFL, and there are quarterback controversies. Is there anything better, Maggie? <laughs> I don't know if they're real or good quarterback controversies, but I'm down. I mean, um, let's let's break them up. Let's well, break them down. I think the first one is probably Pittsburgh because it depends on when Kenny Pickett's going to be able to get back mm. on the field because he's in concussion protocol. But Mitchell Trubisky comes in, and then they get this high-profile win over the yeah. Bucks. When listen, the, the Steelers' season isn't in any great shape right now, but you have a win over Brady, it's going to turn some heads. You know, Mike Tomlin deserves a lot of credit. The coaching staff, no doubt. Yeah, it's funny. I. I immediately thought it's Trubisky's job again. Just Interesting. To, yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable what he did in the fourth quarter. He looked like a different quarterback. I would not go back to pick it. What would you do? I would definitely go back to pick it because I don't know if the season is going to be anything for the Steelers. Like, are they actually going to be a sneaky playoff team or maybe even challenging for a wild card? I have no idea, especially with, you know, the Ravens are looking kind of shaky. We don't know about the Bengals and what's going to go on. The Browns were terrible yesterday, losing to the Patriots and a, and a third string quarterback. We'll get to that in a second. But if this is going to be like, uh, I don't know, an in-between year for the Steelers, don't you want to give Kenny Pickett all the reps possible? And he looked good before he got concussed. He did. I just think if you get that fourth quarter Trubisky again, you're going to take him. Just because I don't think the Steelers ever give up on a season. Remember when Big Ben got hurt and they traded for Minka Fitzpatrick yep. midseason? So I, I think that Tomlin's going to see something there and he's going to be all in and try and make a run out of this. You know, they have Miami on Sunday night. So Pickett will be possibly coming back from a concussion against two of that feels oh my like gosh. too much concussion for me that is that, gonna be brutal is that the sunday night game i believe I, it you could double check that oh but no so it's gonna be Pickett, who's maybe in or out of concussion protocol that's gonna be a big topic of conversation and then two is gonna be back i think they it, because of that i think it's safer to go to, with trubisky this week at least you know may if kenny pickett's not 100 percent, and that's a winnable game to go to three and four you're going to go Trubisky, and if Trubisky struggles, then go to Kenny Pickett. Yeah, but that's that's what Miami did this week, where they yeah. had Skylar Thompson, who started the game, and then Teddy Bridgewater actually played the majority of the game. Yeah, yeah. Who's ever, I, can, I still can't understand this. Like, can someone explain this to me like I'm a five-year-old? Why was, if Bridgewater was cleared, why didn't he start the game? Why I don't was know. he the backup? By the way, and if he starts the game... They Maybe they win. win. They might win that game. Now, I picked the Vikings in that game in a 3-0 and week for your girl. Took the Vikings laying the 3.5 on the road. So, Skylar Thompson was a welcome sight for me. But Teddy Bridgewater had me freaking out at the end of that game. Until the yeah. Vikings put it away. Yeah, that was a very, very interesting game. Um, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, 
I, did Mike McDaniel even have a good reasoning for this? I have no idea. I mean, like a guy's either in or out. Like, I mean, Teddy didn't look great. He didn't look perfect either. A healthy Tua to get back to that magic you had early in the season would yeah. be much better. But I can't, I can't ever get back to where I was with the Dolphins because that Tua injury is going to color everything I think about them. Even if they're looking good, I'm just going to wait for the other shoe to fall and Tua to take another hit. Oh gosh, I don't, no one wants to see that. No one wants to see that. All right, the other quarterback controversy that we didn't see coming might be happening in New England. I mean, Bill Belichick, way too focused to attend Robert Kraft's secret wedding that no one knew was happening and decide to focus again on Cleveland. Bailey Zappi and the Patriots' run game, really, and defense were the reasons they won that game yeah. and just general Browns incompetence. But is there a decision here for Belichick with Zappi and with Mac Jones? So Zappi has three three games played, two starts now. I just think, and I keep saying this, defensive coordinators at some point adjust. I think in the long term for this year, Mac Jones could be better. My eyeballs tell me Zappi's way better right now. He yeah. just looks great. But I think that that could fall apart if he stays on the field too long. So I would go back to Mac at some point. I think they are going to go back to Mac Jones. I don't think it's even going to be a question. And I think that they're going to say to him, see how Bailey Zappi is playing? Like that, but better. <laughs> you can be better than him, but you can't be freelancing and turning the ball over and the kind of things that were costing us games early on in the season. And listen, the Patriots schedule here is not gangbusters either, except for having the bills in your own division. Of course, there's Chicago jets, Indy jets, again, Minnesota, of course, the bills, Arizona, Vegas, Cincinnati. I mean, it's not like this crazy, crazy schedule. Patriots, are looking like they could be a playoff team again. Definitely. But th th those teams are dream teams compared to who they've beaten so far. I mean, <laughs> Zappi beat up the Lions. Yeah, the Lions. Who now look well, like... Well, the defense shut out the Lions. That was the more yeah. impressive thing. And and I think the Browns are terrible. I mean, listen, Zach Wilson lit them up. No offense, Mike. Zach Wilson lit them up. <laughs> that uh, and The Browns by the way, might be terrible. I, don't, I did not think they were going to be terrible this year. Yeah, we all were kind of saying, wait, they just have to sort of win some games until Deshaun Watson gets there. But their problems are really haven't been all the offense. I know uh, Jacoby Brissett didn't play well. Their defense is completely unreliable. Well, and in the meantime, you do have another woman who's come forward yeah. who is filing a civil case against Deshaun Watson. Like, this could keep going. Yep. We, we, we don't know when the end of this is going to be. I was curious what the reaction in the NFL office when that came through. Because they already decided on him. Yeah, yeah I, like what do you do now? You investigate that? I mean, we haven't heard anything from the NFL about this. Well, listen, forget Deshaun Watson. This is a franchise who cannot have sustained success because their ownership is not consistent. And yeah. they make a lot of mistakes. So we're seeing things that don't surprise me there. Like, I thought the I kind of bought into the Browns early in the season because Jacoby Brissett looked good. But they just do dumb things. I mean, Miles Garrett actually played very well. He was the only guy who showed up for them on Sunday. But I do not think this is a good team. And I think they're going to be way too late by the time Watson gets there. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Here's the thing. It's like Watson has been so f out of mind, like because everything else has clouded his story yeah. right now, and rightfully so. Who Who knows what he's going to look like? Does he just pick up right where he left off and he's was a top five quarterback in the league the last time we saw him playing? Or is there something else there? But meanwhile, I can't get over the fact that you get another person who's coming forward like this. What, are the Browns just going to ignore this? Um, I do want to play some Belichick sound, though. Uh, obviously, Patriots big win over Cleveland uh, this weekend. He was asked about his quarterback 
matchup and whether Mac's going to be back. If Mac is 100% healthy this week, is he starting Monday night against the Bears? Yeah, that wasn't an option yesterday. He was he wasn't active for the game, so it was really no option to play him. Is Bailey Zappi competing to have that job, or is it Mac Jones's job whenever it is that he becomes fully healthy to return to the field? Look, it's every player's job to be ready to go. That's their job. So Mac wasn't active yesterday, so there's was, was nothing to really talk about. <laughs> His sidesteps are getting worse and worse. That's courtesy of WEEI, by the way. The Belichick sidesteps are getting uh, right. He used yeah. to like. No, there's he, just he no never. creativity anymore. You know. I did like that. He refused to acknowledge the present or the no. next week. That yeah, was yeah. Great. Why would we think about another football game coming up? We're just in the middle it's of our season. So rude to say is who's going to play on Sunday? Well, we couldn't play him last Sunday. Yeah, it's like yeah, no joke. We watched the game, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man there's nothing to really talk about Pro-off's on a yeah. roll first he's going after hippie Aaron Rodgers now yeah. he's yeah. calling Belichick an idiot I mean, I'm sick of these bullying interviews and like just, just be nice to the press okay Bill it's been yeah, it's too been, many years it's been almost 30 years now he's going to start being nice to the press okay and can we talk about these well Bill Belichick proves again he's the greatest coach in NFL history by these two wins in a row they beat the Lions and the Browns yeah the Lions and the Browns. With a third-string quarterback. A rookie. A third-string rookie quarterback. Normally, those words strung together in a sentence means you're picking top five in the draft the next year. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. Let's see him beat a real team. And, by the way, I kind of thought Zappi probably could have gotten drafted a little higher. Let's see. Where did he get drafted? He was, was a fourth-round fourth round pick. But there was, there was a lot of time last year where people were talking about him as a first-rounder. Uh so I, I don't know. It's not the most shocking thing. There were a lot seen. of people talking about him as a first-rounder. I don't yeah. remember that. Bailey Zappi, he's No, I remember him breaking the record. I remember the yeah. bowl game. I remember all that. But I don't remember people talking about him as a first-round pick. Uh, he was he was no. like a Perloff guy. You know, he's from, <laughs> they <laughs> all are. He's from right where Case is from, Victoria, <laughs> Texas. Yeah, I was I was on the Bailey Zappi. The Bailey Zappi had a lot of buzz. I mean, there was then he sort of fell off. I don't even remember what happened. There were people who thought maybe this is a guy. I mean, he went the same round as, uh, you know, he basically went the same round as Malik Willis and all these other guys. No, I know they were all bunched up. I get it. Uh, the thing about him is, he of course, kinda, it was a pearl off guy. Now that he's had two straight wins and took the Patriots oh, overtime. Google Twitter. I, I was on the Bailey <laughs> Zappi watch. I was on the Bailey Zappi watch all year. Google Andrew Pearl off Bailey Zappi Twitter. Google Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you heard they're merging? It's a new thing. Google Quite Andrew Pearl off Zappi on Twitter. You will see. A, a, I once asked Perloff. I was like, um, "Man, don't you, uh, don't you delete your old tweets?" And when I, you looked at me like I had three heads. You're like, "Why would I ever do that?" Like I've got, I, I said great things back then. I could bring them back. Yeah. Like yeah. For moments like now, and you can just Google Twitter. Well, Bailey Zappi was like one of my big guys, and as you would know, he of course he was. Yeah, Malik. No, uh, yeah, Sam well, Howell Malik. was one of your big guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Corral was one of your big guys. Not Sam Howell. Okay, it's part part of me. Not Sam yeah, Howell. Yeah. That was the one guy I guess you didn't like. Watch, she's going to the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, <laughs> book it. <laughs> no, Sam Howell was. I like guys who are under the radar, but and I, obviously I get a lot of this from our buddy Jim Nagy at Senior Bowl, and yep. he's a big Bailey Zappi guy. He was loves Bailey Zappi. He was trying to get him drafted higher all year. So Bailey Zappi didn't come totally out of nowhere. He's a fourth round pick. He beat the Lions and the Browns. Come on. Are we really You're like, not going to give any credit to Belichick for this. None. No, no, no. Wow. I mean, I think the Lions are their defense is terrible. Well, of course their defense is terrible. 
But their uh, offense was good until they ran into the Patriots' defense. Yes, Sabre. I'm looking for receipts. Unless you misspelled Zappy in any of your tweets, the only tweets we have are from October 2nd. Huge win for Bailey Zappy, not giving up a safety. And then from August 26th, <laughs> lots of Texas high school QBs slinging it around tonight in the preseason, including Baker Mayfield, Jared Stidham, Case Keenum, Chase Daniel, Andy Dalton, Bailey Zappi, Bouchelle, and Mahomes. You named every person in that tweet. You don't get credit for that. Bailey Zappi's not one of your guys when you no, include him in a tweet with 10 other people. I'll find you the video. I've, I've been, been talking <laughs> about this. Like, last year at DP show, Dan's like, would you shut up about this guy? <laughs> like several times. Um, All right, yeah, we got to get Dan course, on the By the way, is there then. any doubt that Bailey Zappi would be one of my guys? <laughs> no, that squares. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, yeah. 100% Bailey Zappi would be one of your guys. He fits. He checks every single box. For you, Texas quarterback, big time high school guy. I'm assuming. Uh, no, I don't think he was a, a big time high school guy at all. Oh well, then I'm surprised you found him. Because unless you're having a documentary made about you while you're in high school, Perloff's a little late <laughs> to the bandwagon. Well, QB one, it was like half of my knowledge of this. Is <laughs> yeah. The Netflix show QB one is where I learned most of the stuff about these quarterbacks. It's the best show ever. Except by the way, Blake. Are they Cor- doing another season? I don't think so. I think they saw Blake Corum, the superstar in Michigan. He had there's an HBO show about his high school uh, team that everyone should go back and watch. It is the most un. He's from Baltimore, and he had the craziest high school. They were basically undefeated every year, but they would shut down practice once a week for gunshots. It was oh in gosh. the worst neighborhood ever, and he was the star of the documentary. Wow! Yeah, he is. He's amazing. You guys watch that game? That was. Yeah, I mean that was the run game. I mean they were yeah. excellent on the ground. Yeah, he's and, another guy. I think uh, he might maybe a little. I, your guy Hennon Hooker, yeah. a lot of Heisman love. Blake Corum might be in the mix. You know what? We should update our Heisman top five, not the DraftKings top five. I'm talking about the personal Maggie and Perloff top five. We'll have oh, to do that. Do we ever have an original? We're gonna update it. It starts <laughs> now. Everybody knows you don't start talking about the Heisman until at least October seventeenth. That's just like everybody knows that. This exact day. That's what we talk about. Everyone knows that just like they know that you are about Bailey Zappica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I call him Bailey Zap, but whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Definitely one of Perloff's guys. Doesn't have no clue how to pronounce his name, but definitely one of his guys. Coming up next, it's been 11 days since the Broncos last played. Will we see any improvement tonight when they face the Chargers? We'll get to that in just a moment, plus some picks for you for tonight, too. Uh, Bottom of the hour, time for a CBS Sports Update. Here's Rich Ackerman. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Dan in Dallas, who wants to know if we saw the disruption the SMU game this weekend. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweeting it at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag askthepros. Uh, the horse pooping on the field? Is that what you're <laughs> talking about? If that's the disruption, uh, yeah. That counts as a disruption, I think. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of surprised it doesn't happen with more of the live animal mascots, you know? Right, right. Like uh, a lot of them use horses. Florida State uses horses. Uh, maybe Texas. it does, and they just do a better job of cleaning up real quick. Wait, does Texas use a horse? Yeah, that's oh, someone they have a cow. Down. No, the cow. Sorry. Yeah, it's a bull, right? But no one's on horseback. Florida State, someone's on horseback. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Florida State. Sorry, you said that. Yeah, I just said that. I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. Yeah. I was just like, wait yeah. a minute, is Texas? Are they bringing on um, a cow or some? I feel like someone's on a Auburn horse. Auburn has a hawk that goes through it. Yeah, uh, that's a prime pooping situation. There's a lot of dogs, but they don't let the dogs on the field for obvious reason now. Well, but a dog. Could you train? You yeah, can yeah, house yeah. break a dog, so you could probably train a dog not to go in the stadium. 
Yeah, I mean, let's face it. The officials throw a lot of flags that are <laughs> manure, in my opinion. <laughs> you have it? This is what it sounded like uh, SMU Wait. this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stay with me. Now, cleaning up the field near the 40-yard line, Andre, and right after that SMU touchdown, they did bring the five-pony mascot across the way and just deducing kind of what's happening here. Perhaps a little leftovers remained on the field to play. Required some extra attention. Who's the guy doing the color analyst? He is just tickled by this story. <laughs> that is such a hearty laugh. I mean, if I was there and in the stadium, I would have laughed too. I think you would have as well. <laughs> I definitely would have laughed. But I am surprised that this doesn't happen more it's a, often. It's a Shetland pony. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust those. Cute ponies. little guy too. Just, you know, it happens. No, uh, can't trust him. Uh, okay, we got a big Monday Night Football clash tonight, Pearl off, and, you know, the Denver Broncos, the L.A. Chargers, before the season started, at least from the Denver side of this, this matchup looked a lot more juicy than it yeah. does right now. But even considering all of the injuries, I mean, is Russell Wilson going to show that he was worth this trade and worth this money at some point? Because this is a Chargers defense that is giving up points all over the place. I mean, they're giving up points to teams that are much, well, I can't say that are much worse than Denver, but they're. I think they're giving up on average like almost 30 points a game. So if Denver's offense was going to get going, maybe tonight could be the night. Yeah, it feels like, I, I don't know. I just don't know how they do it. Is Melvin Gordon going to be the bell cow for them? No, I think it's got to be a Mike Boone situation. <laughs> okay. It's not, not what <laughs> you want to hear as you get excited. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you made that name up. Um <laughs> I always think about that now when I see Gary Brightwell. Yeah. Mike <laughs> Perloff think is made up. Gary Brightwell. It's a combination of like four different sports names. No, I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand how the Broncos are supposed to keep this close. I think the key issue to me is that there's no home field advantage for the Chargers. Mm. Like, don't you feel like some points should be built in for the Chargers? That's saying, if you give three points for the home team, right? That's saying they're one and a half point differential. And there's no way these two teams, what we've seen so far, are that close, is there? So we're looking on DraftKings right now, and the spread is four and a half. I'd really be tempted just to take the points. I mean, yeah. If the spread was ten and a half, I'd be tempted. I guess the Chargers, as you mentioned earlier in the show, they just make every game close. I don't trust the Chargers to blow anybody out. I have no idea if Denver has fixed anything, tried to correct anything, if Russell's shoulder is better, worse. No one knows coming out of here. I just tend to lean like maybe this could be a close game but at the end. And I would probably take the points here because I just don't trust the Chargers defense right I, now. I think another big question you just raised, will Russell Wilson ever get better in this offense? Is it know. a matter of time where he understands Nathaniel Hackett's system better? I don't know. What is Nathaniel Hackett's system? Well, I guess something yeah. that worked for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> nice. Right. But I mean, Hackett comes from a lot of like fine offensive bloodlines, not his dad, but he's been in a lot of good offenses before. You would think you'd be able to teach some of that to Russ. I mean, Russ has some yards. It hasn't been the worst. He's just he's making too many mistakes, and it's too hard for them to get in the end zone. I would also be tempted. The over-under is set at 45 and a half. Mm. Don't have a feel there? I Actually, I don't, because you know the AFC West? Sometimes those games get crazy. I mean, the Broncos have not. Oh, gosh, I can't. I, I could never bet the over there. Because I can't bet the over in a Broncos game. <laughs> yeah, I would probably I would probably go with the under. But again, that's the only way I think that Denver is going to be able to keep this close. The Chargers' defensive numbers you just mentioned—they're bad. Huh? Yeah, they're really bad. I mean, they've been bad. They've been injured. They're injured. They've been decimated with injuries. Okay, 
Give me some props. You got anything good? I got Russell Wilson under one and a half touchdown passes is juiced to the juice to the under at minus one seventy five. Like this is how you know they do not have a lot of faith in this offense. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that under. Um, the- I have for you Cortland Sutton. Would you like an over four and a half receptions? Can I interest you in that? Now, didn't we lose a Cortland Sutton bet? Two no, weeks we won't. We won a Cortland. We, oh, Sutton he bet. got over. Yeah. Oh, he got five on a four yes, and a half. He did. They just keep on putting that four and a half number on Cortland Sutton. But that's been a winner for us, so we can go back to the well. Yeah, I, I like I like over on that because I assume they're going to be down. Okay, I also have for you. Uh, where was it here? Where was it here? I have a Mike Boone. I have receiving yards. Mike Boone over eleven and a half. Yes. There Mike, we go. I why do we like just become one. the Mike Boone show? Like nobody's, <laughs> nobody's talking about Mike Boone. Nobody's into Mike Boone. Should we Google Twitter to see if you uh, have a lot of Mike Boone takes that you want to <laughs> take out? I, I honestly, I, I, Mike Boone, when he caught that, did he drop that big pass like three yeah. weeks ago? That's probably the first I'd ever heard his name. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Where do you go to college? Does anyone here know off the top of your head? Uh, someone Google Twitter on that one. Um, one last thing that I, I wanted to get to today, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it more, but it was obviously this massive upset win, uh, Tennessee over Alabama this weekend, right? The scene out of Knoxville was unreal. Everyone smoking cigars, you know, the goalposts coming down, being carried through the streets of Knoxville, then ultimately thrown into the Tennessee River. Did you see now that the school has started a GoFundMe mm, to did. try to make up for some of the, I guess, damage or pay for some of the damage to the field and also for a new goalpost? I, I think the reason they're doing this is like you get to be part of the team. You're part owner of the team. You funded the new goalpost. Maybe part they're owner get, of the team. Yeah, like you're you're getting you're letting fans be even more participatory than normal. Kind of like, that what the ticket buys you. I don't know. Like the Packers, <laughs> you could be a stockholder, right? A symbolic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that. Which Aaron Rodgers has already said is worthless. Um, I think this is lame. I mean, you have a you coming off this massive win, right? You just take down Alabama for the first time in 15 years, and now you're going to start charging people because they stormed the field. That is not what winners do. I have a question. Off the top of your head, how much do you think new goalposts will cost? I, they can't be that expensive. Are they well, 25? Think- are they 20 grand? So let's say they're twenty grand. Let's Wait, say they're fifty. Do you have the grand. answer to this, or you don't know? I don't have the answer to that, but I do <laughs> okay. have the answer to how much they've actually raised. I think they're a little more expensive than twenty grand. They're pretty massive. I mean, I would maybe say fifty grand. Fifty to seventy-five. They have guess. raised a grand total of one hundred forty-nine thousand five hundred three dollars. It's yeah. okay. According to Google, it's between ten and twenty thousand dollars each. Well, maybe. excluding es- installation costs, which so I'm assuming do- they've got somebody who can put the goalpost back in. So what do you do with the other $130,000? Well, they got fined $100,000 because the, the students storm the field. Everybody gets fined when that happens. What's security supposed to do? That's something where you just take the fine because you're in the euphoria of having something to actually storm you're the field about. You're charging the fans for rushing the field? No, no, no. The, the NCAA no, no, I, is charging Tennessee, and Tennessee right, is trying to then, push that to the fans. That's what I'm saying. Tennessee is charging the fans for rushing the field. Why is Tennessee getting cheap right now? You're just coming off this huge win. Well, you don't have the money? I call BS on that. Ask I Peyton mean, Manning for it. I don't even think so. I saw at least seven Google ads during that game. Uh, you know, we're probably worth a million a pop. Where's all this money going to if not to new goalposts? I mean, how about just the idea that you beat Bama, you end this horrible skid that they've been getting, we've been getting worked for almost two decades, and now you're going to ask people to pay? 
They have reported 132.9 million in operating revenue from 2021. I think they could afford a goalpost. Wow, that's a lot. I mean, what do you spend that on if you're not (laughs) paying the players? Yeah, I guess not goalpost. Apparently, football finances (laughs) usually. (laughs) There's nothing budgeted budget line goalpost replacement because they never thought they would beat Alabama and have to rip that down. (laughs) It's all just going. It's all the cigar money now. Just a hundred thousand dollars of cigar money. Yeah, but Jenny Dell gave Heupel a box of cigars, so they don't have to pay for that anyway. I know. That was a nice touch, actually, by the way. I thought that was fun. Uh, thank you to Mike Samter, Stu Kovacs, Marla Donahue. This day went by too fast. It was too much to talk about. We'll be back tomorrow to do it all again. Can't wait to see you there. Have a great night, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.